Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Back everybody to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today we're going to talk about episode two of Moon Knight. Uh, I think it's called Summoning the Suit. I believe it's the title of the episode. Yep. Um, so it's kind of a misnomer of a title because it makes you think a lot's going to happen, and I feel like a lot didn't happen. Uh, so <laughs> that's my initial reaction. How about you guys? <laughs> Well, there is a suit. <laughs> it's and I th- it was summoned after a headache. And I'm just I guess I'm curious are we going to see this suit again? I would that's assume. It. That's the reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Elisa? Um enjoyed this episode i did not think that it was quite as much uh quite as much fun quite as uh engaging as the first one but it was interesting in how it introduced us a little bit more to mark uh we got to meet layla who seems awesome uh and I, I already loved Steven last week, but this week really solidified my love of Steven more than Mark. <laughs> Mark will get a chance next week, I'm sure. But so far, I'm just, I'm very team Steve in this whole, in all this business. <laughs> well, it's like, should we, should we get that trend start? Are you team Steve <laughs> or team Mark? Or, or team Conchu? You really got to break it down. Oh gosh, Conchu is so creepy. We haven't <laughs> talked about how creepy Conchu is yet. What's I funny? probably spend oh, go ahead spend more time like analyzing Conchu and just kind of like the CGI around this because it's like it's like he's missing a neck, but then there's like these little gray hairs just kind of floating in the wind. But <laughs> is like they're ahead? Is he really invisible? Is there more to what we're seeing that we're not seeing? It's just like. What's going on? Um, I'm trying to remember. I saw last week um, he is uh, designed 
based off the design of Kanchu from whatever the Moon Knight series is from like 2015, I think, 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the Kanchu that we're getting um, because I believe before that he was a statue before that he was nothing. And after that he was a statue, but he was like a statue that took on Mark was in Vietnam maybe Hmm. and fought with this guy. And this other guy went kind of crazy and Mark killed him. And then Conchu shows up as that guy Hmm. to kind of like haunt Mark sort of, um, but the conchu that we're getting is like the weird bird head conchu. So, <laughs> and, you know, I think they were really digging in deep with this horror aspect. Um, I will say I'm probably also team Steven. Yay. Only because I want to see like now that he has, we'll get there, but now that he's been able to summon his suit, I want to know if his suit that he summoned, because I looked up like what the suit was, is going to be like what it's modeled after, or if it's going to be just like this is how we differentiate between when Steven is Moon Knight and when Mark is Moon Knight. Um, mm-hmm. So I definitely think we'll see it again. I just don't know if it'll be, if there will be a purpose to it other than just showing us as the audience that it's somebody <laughs> different. <laughs> um, but to kind of get into this episode, it picks up sort of where the last one left off. Um, I feel like there's... The only thing that we kind of glean from the beginning of this episode is that no one else can see what Mark can see. Or what right. uh, what Steven can see, Kanchu can see. Whatever this human with three people in it can see. No one else can <laughs> see it. So, But that's not to say that it's not there, because later we realize that it is happening. It's just not happening for people to see. So it's kind of got like this weird mystical. It reminds me of, um, uh, the Percy Jackson books. when they always talk mm-hmm. about like the mist covers things up. So like normal people can't see it. Um, that's kind of what it makes me think of. So like for me, it's default, like paranormal activity vibes. Mm-hmm. But I forgot all about this. There's like a limited series on Netflix um, where it's basically these creatures are coming to take people, but you can't see them unless you're like chosen. If you're like the chosen one, you'll see them. But there's like these detectives trying to figure out like what's going on. Like people, but people know they're there because these are like huge monsters and they're like destroying everything. Right. Interesting. I th- I feel yeah. it sounds really familiar. I can't remember the name of it. Um, I started watching it and, and there's too much content, so I stopped at like episode three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find the name of it, but yeah, basically same vibes. Well, I think the the first like big thing that happens in this episode, for me at least, was after Stevens kind of going through like, am I crazy? Am I not crazy? He goes and talks to his statue, human statue friend. And when he hugs the human statue, human statue breaks. Yep. <laughs> and he like looks at him. And I was like, oh, yep. is yeah, this supposed to, to mean something? Full, 
actually see him as Crawley if like he'll break that statue character and right or completely change. Is this like a weird nod for us to kind of be like, oh, maybe Conchu's going to pay attention to Steven now and try to talk to Steven more and less be like, get Steven out of here, give me Mark. Maybe this is some sort of weird, subtle, like, oh, Steven's coming out of his shell and people are noticing. I don't know. I thought it was that last one. I was like, I think this is showing us that Steven has finally forged a meaningful human connection. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was with a statue who can't really interact with him. But he's melted that old statue's heart. We see it. Um, He decides that he's going to figure out what's in his storage locker, um, which is exciting. We get to see that pretty early on. I thought that was going to be like a later in the season kind of thing, but I guess there are only six episodes, so (laughs) you kind of got to get the ball rolling. Uh, He gets there, and before we find out what's in there, for all of you quick with your phones, uh, we got another QR code for a free comic book uh, that's on the outside of his storage locker, so... That will give you access to the uh, Werewolf by Night episode, issue 33. Uh, So last week in the episode, there was the QR code, and it gave us Werewolf by Night episode 32. So that's kind of cool. Get another free Mm -hmm. comic. I really hope that moving forward... um, Comic per episode. (laughs) It's comic per episode, but also that maybe they like branch away from the Werewolf by Night Oh, um, yeah. I hope it's not just I need to, that series. Did either of you get uh, get the comics? Uh, scan the I, QR code? I did. Um, I, I, I have not yet. I got them both, and I was holding off because I was like, maybe I'll just like wait, and then I'll read them all. Um, mm-hmm. Only because when I looked up, like, you know, is there anything to glean from the comics? It was more just like, no, this is... Werewolf by Night, uh, issue 32, is the first appearance of Moon Knight. Uh, So I think that that, it doesn't really necessarily lean into this show at all. It's more just like, here's Moon Knight. Something fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So that was exciting. Uh, But then we get inside and we get to kind of see Mark's, like, creepy setup which, like, I'm pretty sure, like, you're not allowed to have a bed set up in a storage <laughs> locker. So, interesting that he's allowed to do that. Um, do they check on stuff like that? Or they just do, like, a bed check on all the storage units? I mean, maybe not, but I feel like they would, right? Or at least, like, while you're you there. You would hope yeah. that they would notice if some dude was just coming in every day and disappearing for, like, eight hours. Right, well, and then I mean, coming this... out. He probably consulted with Joe Goldberg to figure out the proper setup. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we get to rifle through his bags with Steven. Steven finds a gun. Uh, I think this was my favorite reaction of the episode uh, was his, oh, no. And he, like, pulls the gun up. <laughs> oh, was, like, yeah. Pinching the gun to pull it up. I thought it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> then we get my main issue with this episode so we haven't done it yet but we are going to record an episode on morbius (laughs) and one of the things that i have written that i disliked from that was the lights the light situation i don't understand Mm -hmm. 
why you would have this multi-billion dollar building with lights that only turn on when you're right <laughs> underneath them. That seems ridiculous. Um, so here we are in a storage unit, exact same setup, and relatively the exact same scene plays out here mm-hmm. that plays out in Morbius. And I was like, this is too much. I hate this. I don't like it. It feels unoriginal now that I literally just saw it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I get that it was supposed to be like, Oh, scary, but it's more just like annoying. Like, fix your lights. Why don't the lights just turn on in the hallway when you're walking down the hallway? Why is it going to be one at a time? Because of the demons. <laughs> right. But also, what was that freeze frame? Oh, my gosh. I, I rewound it like five times because I kept thinking, like, surely my internet just, like, is skipping don't. or buffering or something. Like, don't. no. Yeah. <laughs> There's a full Don't do that again, frame. Disney. Do not do that again. I guess that's the disappointing thing with this show so far is like these there's little moments where it's like why would they creatively decide to do that like yeah like was it I I wrote down I was like was it maybe an issue in post like it was something that they accidentally but there's no way right like it has to quality control has to go through like thirty people before it gets posted on Disney Plus I mean yeah I don't know that was a little tacky. <laughs> Yeah, it was very tacky. But I'm all something I didn't work. (laughs) I'm all for the horror side of it. Like I want more of that kind of like, you know, keep you on the edge of your seat and Mm. see what's gonna happen. I but if it if it's gonna be repetitive, it's gonna be like the same thing for six episodes. No, that's not gonna be fun. I will agree that like I'm fine with it trying to be a little spookier, but. To literally have just seen it in Morbius, it makes me feel like yeah. somebody this is somebody's new editing technique or shooting technique that they that they're trying out and they're like, Oh, this is I just did this really cool thing on this other scary movie, so like let me do it here too. It'll be my like calling card. And it was like, Ugh, it's just I don't know. Was... Well, speaking of calling cards, uh if you look in um this basically happens after it when he's with the police officers that show up. Um, there was a, it's like a file or something folder or it was a digital file, but there's an agent name on it. And uh, the guy apparently is not a comic character at all, but he's actually part of the production team and he's worked on everything on Disney plus. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I hope they give well, him a That's a cool role. calling card. Yeah. Like, Let him walk on one day. Yeah. <laughs> well, Steven gets chased outside. Uh, or I guess chased whatever away by Khonshu. I don't really understand like the... That whole side of it. Like yeah. why Khonshu is trying to like scare Steven doesn't like i don't feel like well, i feel like that doesn't do anything for him i guess this is where where things get really interesting and so like if the person like mark himself actually has like the this you know disorder where he's got the multiple personalities can can't you control all of them or is like the avatar only one is it like the main thing and that's what's I guess preventing Conchu from getting full control. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, because like, again, 
having not like read a bunch or know a whole lot about Moon Knight, I feel like this I know even less about because the Moon Knight issues that I read, it was just Mark and Khonshu. So like this edition of Steven is kind of like, well, I don't know how this works. <laughs> um, I guess we get like a little glimpse of it working in this episode where Steven is kind of able to willingly give over control. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, like how that works with Khonshu. Like, I don't know if he could willingly give over control to Khonshu or if he can only give over control to Mark. Khonshu is just sort of like there as like an extra voice or whatever. I don't know. I wonder if Khonshu is trying to scare him because if he passes out, then Mark takes control. I mean, maybe, yeah. (laughs) Quite possibly. (laughs) Kind of goes back to like, you need to lay down and take a nice long nap. (laughs) Uh, but I guess like the, I don't know, some stuff happens. They kind of, to kind of get us from A to B, but he speaks with Layla and they go to his apartment and there's very like James Bond S type moment. Like it feels like a, you know, it's another moment where like, I've seen this so many times, like you run away, you fall down and all of a sudden there's the person you need to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect timing. Coincidence. (laughs) Perfect timing. Um, but I feel like the, the like meat of this episode is once they like interact with, uh, Arthur again and we get to see him use his power Mm -hmm. for like, I mean, not the like sucking out people's life force power, but (laughs) apparently he has the ability to like summon these like jackal monsters um so like that was kind of exciting because i was like oh this is cool because like i looked up arthur harrow and he only shows up one time in the comics so Hmm. i was like oh man they like really dug deep to pull this villain i wonder what he does Mm -hmm. and now it's like oh he's like kind of crazy like he can just suck your life force out and also summon a bunch of demons from we, we don't know where yet, I guess. We'll get there. Um, Which multiverse? Yeah. yeah. It's just like this soft-spoken vegan who's running a commune. Yeah, yeah. In He's not too villainy. He's glass. just like, you want some lentil soup? Right. <laughs> like, doesn't he, like, compliment his little posse? He's like, aren't they great? Yeah, yeah. Like, a couple times. He's like, oh, it's so-and-so's grandmother's recipe. And, oh, look, everyone here is so happy. And then... <laughs> At first, Stephen feels like he's like, he's pretty, he's like vibing with the place. He's like, this isn't so bad. Their goddess doesn't sound so bad. I understand what's going on. And then he's like, oh, wait, they kill children. Yeah, hold on a second. Wait a a minute. Um, I also want to know, like, the video that they're watching with their headphones on. I wonder if that's some sort of, like, brainwash video. Because I was just like, what are they watching? It's just like a dolphin jumping in the water over and over again. Is that how Mark got turned into Mark and Steven? Is that he watched one of their secret videos? <laughs> and it broke his brain in half? Hey, it's a scary place. Uh, <laughs> then Mark's, or, well, Mark is explaining to Steven while Steven is running away that he can summon the suit. And there's this whole, like, can he do it? Can he not do it? Surprise, he does it. This is like the big 
this is what we've all been waiting for, right? Is like Steven now has control <laughs> of summoning the suit. But surprise, it's not Moon Knight. It is a suit called Mr. Knight in the comics. Um, Mr. Knight, at least in the comics, is a lot like a, like Smart Hulk, where it's still Moon Knight, but it's like a smart, sophisticated version of Moon Knight <laughs> and less a like punchy, stabby version of Moon Knight. So like, let's go get dinner and talk about yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I really want to know if like that's what we're going to get. If we're going to get like smart Mr. Knight, Stephen Knight, or if we're just going to that's going to be like the that Stephen and scary moon night is oh, so it's like could we potentially see a <laughs> a mr knight moon knight like discussion like if, if steven goes into mr knight looks in the mirror and there's moon knight like what are you doing man like, come on we're supposed to be the heroes here i mean oh all i could think about in this scene was that one scene in talladega nuts we talk about wearing the tuxedo t-shirt it's like because it says that i want to be formal but i'm here to party <laughs> that was the vibe i got from that suit pretty much yep yeah yeah and i want to know like what the uh if there's any significance to the way that the suit was very like clean but his mask had like a tear that looked like it had been like sewn up mm. i don't know if that was just like fun to make it look different or if there's like does it not look like that in the comic i don't know um i think the one i saw in the comic is just like a clean almost like deadpool hmm. yeah yeah it does have like almost a deadpool deadpool's gonna show up I'm calling it out. yeah yeah in the <laughs> comics it's like it's very like just white clean well you can't see because my phone's terrible oh it disappeared it's just it's just like white clean with a moon on the top so i want to know if that was just like their way of making it more like realistic yeah air quotes realistic or if that was (laughs) if there's like i mean this could also just be another one of those like oh there's two people in his head so it's split down the middle to remind us all that there's two people in his head like we get it. You did 1,600 yeah. mirror shots in the last episode. We know that there's m- multiple people here. Um, I don't know. But this is kind of the moment where I feel like Steven picks up a little steam with himself. Like a little bit more like I'm in control. Um, but then realizing that he's also like <laughs> does not fight. Uh, so he gives control over to Mark to save them again. And I feel like we get a couple big things with this. Um, first of all, towards like the end of this battle, um, when Mark, Mark Knight kills the jackal. He's looking in a mirror and like having a conversation with Steven sort of, except Steven is like explaining what it feels like 
to not be in control of the body. And you kind of feel bad for Mark because you're like, oh, so like has Mark had to deal with that this whole time? But at the same time, like we don't, we still don't really know what Steven is. Like if Steven is even real or if it's just like some extra personality that Mark's brain created. I feel more and more confused. <laughs> like the story makes sense. I understand the plot and where we're going. Mm-hmm. It's the like main character that I don't get. Like I feel like they haven't they haven't done enough to like build this character so we understand what he's going through. It's more just like we're kind of figuring out what he's going through with him, but at the same mm-hmm. time not because I feel like he is starting to understand things that we still don't understand watching it. <laughs> so this, uh, the fight at the end between Steven and Mark is first of all, a wonderful showcase of Oscar Isaac. It's so good. Yep. <laughs> but, and yet another thing that just reminded me of another movie. Have y'all ever seen a secret window with Johnny Depp in it? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. so when he's having the big meltdown at the end, he's also fighting with himself in a mirror. <laughs> yes. Yep. This was quite reminiscent of that. <laughs> Forgot all about that. Yeah, you're right. That's now. Now I want to go back and watch that. That was my favorite uh, horror movie when I was younger. <laughs> or not even really horror. It's just like suspense. But I loved that movie. I like it's the the oldest movie ticket that I still have. <laughs> Because I went and saw it with my mom, and I was better about keeping up with stuff back then, so I still have it. (laughs) Well, we kind of see... I don't... But here's another thing. So, Mark is tired of this argument that he's having with Steven, so he, like, stomps the mirror to pieces, Mm -hmm. and that seems to make Steven go away. I wonder if that's going to be explained like Hmm. is maybe mark's mind some sort of like mirror universe and so that's the only way that steven can kind of because he kind of talks about like oh you use all the energy that you've stored up to like come through as a reflection so it's almost like weird ghost rules like you got to build up energy to be able to materialize but for how long we don't really know how that works so i don't know we're getting we're getting into spooky territory for uh, for sure have they made any references like at all to the larger marvel universe because we've gotten that in literally every single other show and i can't think of any time when they've referenced any of the avengers or any of the events of the movies so far in Moon Knight. Um, the only thing we've gotten is in this episode when uh, he falls and there's like the bus. It has the GRC logo on it. So it's referencing um, Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm. Mm. Um, there was a book in his apartment that I believe was referencing Captain America. Okay. But we still don't really know. I guess, well, I guess if it was GRC, then it would have to be timeline about the same timeline well no they revealed the timeline oh they did uh they did that in an interview like last week oh oh i i think i did i saw an article yeah title. Didn't that, didn't isn't this it, after was this after hawkeye hmm. like right after or something i thought it was hawkeye <laughs> was referenced 
Let's fact check. Find out. Yeah, fact check live. <laughs> um, we need a fact check musical interlude. <laughs> we do. They reference the GRC poster. GRC was created in 2023. Moon Knight can take place in the MCU. 2023 is just what it keeps saying. Shortly before... Okay, hold on. Spider-Man No Way Home ends in December of 2024, shortly before the events of Hawkeye. That wraps its story on December 25th. Moon Knight, clearly not taking place at Christmas time, happens after Hawkeye. Yeah. So, yeah. So, 2025. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> that put, <laughs> that puts Oscar Isaac led show in the year 2025. Spider Man No Way Home is not available on Disney Plus. <laughs> 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 Which is really fascinating. Um, because yeah, like there, there's like like little bitty nods to like Avengers stuff, and there's like the book for Captain America, but like yeah, the closest thing we've really gotten is just the GRC reference. Mm-hmm. So we kind of get a general idea of like what could be going on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, really quick, speaking of that bus, because that was one of the Easter eggs uh, in this episode. Uh, the bus also has a number on it, WBN0032, Werewolf by Night, number 32, first appearance of Moon Knight. So I thought that that was interesting that that was referenced as an Easter egg in this episode, mm-hmm. but that comic was the free comic last week. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. I don't know about that, but... Come uh, on now. Well... Now we kind of have all the characters and like what they are trying to do. I'm interested in seeing if there's going to be like a struggle between Mark and Steven going forward as to who's in charge or if like they're Mm -hmm. going to work together or if like Steven's going to realize he needs to help Mark, and maybe that's what we'll, we'll yeah. get the difference between Mr. Knight and that's, Moon Knight. Yeah, it seems to be the big mystery right now, because, I mean, we're kind of basically jumping to the very end, but, you know, mm-hmm. he's now in Egypt. Mm-hmm. So clearly, like, he's Mark. I'm. It's Is it Mark? This thing, is it Mark? Is it Conchu? Like, one of those two is on a mission to do something. It has to do with, like, uh, the gold piece that he has Mm -hmm. but wondering if steven was created because he disagrees with this plan so he doesn't want it to happen well i think that if there's a part of mark that knows like no we don't need to do this this is really bad like let's we gotta put a stop to it well i think now steven now they're like trying to stop it right because the whole thing Mm -hmm. was that the the scarab would lead you to a mutz, a mutz, a mitz, whatever. I thought it was like Amit's tomb. Amit. So if they get to Amit's tomb and Arthur is able to get there, then he can 
resurrect Amit. That's like Arthur's whole deal. So I think now that Arthur has the uh, the scarab, now they have to go to Egypt to stop Arthur from raising Amit. Do you think they're actually going to end up raising Apocalypse? I think that they will probably pull some weird, like, they raise Amit, but only, like, halfway. And then they're able to stop Arthur before he raises Amit all the way. Either that or... I think it'll I think it'll just be Amit. I mean, I, I hope okay. that they do some <laughs> X-Men stuff here, but... Other than well, that, like, maybe, maybe not reference we got last week, I don't know. How about we talk about the weapons real quick? Yeah. Because we get two different weapons we get like mr knight has these battle sticks or whatever you want to call them mm. what are they made of i don't know i mean Magic. it looks just like be made of adamantium it could be i mean but also i feel like the mcu is very on board with the vibranium but also, or it's all mystical, so it could just be. Or is it um, the blades? Could the blades be crafted from adamantium? Maybe, but again, I Which, feel like we're we are they are giving us like mystical Moon Knight as opposed to yeah. gadgety Moon Knight. So I don't know if I, they're. And even to that point. The blades were very disappointing in this episode. Like he, you know, when he finally takes Mark takes over, and then we get Moon Knight. He like gets the blades from his chest, mm-hmm. and then you don't really see them again until like you don't see them. And like, well, I'm sorry, you don't audio, get to see them in action, right? I'm sorry, audio listeners, because you can't see the recreation of this. But watch the episode. <laughs> watch when he puts them away. It is the goofiest looking thing. He like sticks his arm all the way up and then brings it to his chest. Like he's sheathing a sword inside of his body or something. And I was like, is that how he has to put them away? Like with so much drama? <laughs> he couldn't just right. like click it back into place. There was nowhere else for the pocket? Yeah. It was like, <laughs> I mean, sh- it's like, should he use the Batman as a reference? Because like that was like one of the coolest things ever. <laughs> I... Moon Knight, I feel like, wants to be cool, mm-hmm. but just isn't. And I think it's because they are making his gadget. First of all, why isn't he, like, throwing them? I feel like they're perfect for yeah. throwing. And second, it just seems goofy, and it also seems, like, impractical <laughs> to, like, hold your knives, like, right here how do they not just like and fall out or it's like look at episode one when he's fighting i don't even know remember what you want or what we should call these things he kind of references are the jackals yeah like episode one he's like beating it to a pulp right and then episode two it's more of like a chase sequence just to get it impelled by a building which he does like some sort of like wwe superstar yeah. slams it onto a spike but then still the next time we see him he has the knife out and it's like 
Were you but holding the knife the whole time? You were also well, holding the jackal. It's it seemed like at one point he had two of them that he pulled out, but then like you don't really see them. But then after the jackal kind of like vanishes, you can clearly see like okay, he must have stabbed this thing as they were doing something, and then he catches it and like why couldn't we see it in action? I don't know. They're saving it, saving it. Last episode saving we'll it for see Arthur. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, after this episode, I'm still, I'm still interested. I want to know what happens. I'm excited for next week's episode. I think that I will be disappointed if next week's episode is as slow as this week's. I just feel like nothing happened this week. It was like a whole thirty minutes or forty minutes of nothing, and then Arthur gets the scarab, and they go to. Egypt. Yeah. So it was like this, I don't know, it was like a weird filler episode. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so very curious to see if the rest of the season will be completely in Egypt or if they'll bounce around more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, are we going to get any other Egyptian gods? Or are we only going to get Khonshu and Amit? Be interested to see. Are there other uh avatars <laughs> for the other gods or yeah is crawly gonna just show up in egypt just be sitting yeah. sitting around <laughs> and then and then they probably won't answer that because we will see him somewhere and it'll be like so is he a figment of mark's imagination <laughs> or uh steven's he'll, imagination Crazy. he'll be the post he'll be a post-credit scene <laughs> <laughs> well definitely join he'll us next show up in dr strange too oh my god <laughs> Definitely join us next week uh, as we dive even further into this Egyptian mystery of Moon Knight and Khonshu and Steven and Mark. And that's all one person. So isn't that crazy? (laughs) Uh, I guess any any final thoughts? Just about uh, the three personalities interacting. I feel like this is just my theory. Only working theory. I feel like Conchu doesn't fully possess Mark or Steven or their shared weird body. Hmm. I think that he's more like a puppet master, just kind of trying to control Hmm. what they do with, you know, threats and force and that kind of thing. And I do think that Steven is created by Mark because all of the things that, uh, all the things we've seen, all of the aspects of his personality are all of the vulnerabilities that we know that Mark has. Like, Steven's got a good relationship with his mom that he's mysteriously on the phone with, and we found out Mark doesn't. Mm-hmm. And Steven is clearly already in love with Layla whenever Mark is trying to take Layla out of his life for her own safety. Mm-hmm. So, I think that this is, yeah, something that Mark has forced himself into somehow, where he mm-hmm. can just do what he has to do for Conchu and keep his, like, his softer side out of it just so that he can get through finish what he's got to do because Conchu saved his life. He doesn't want to be where he's at, but this is what we're left with. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Hopefully, and you know, maybe we'll get more of that side of it in the next episode where we'll get a deeper origin of like focus just on Mark. Mm-hmm. It's like we've gotten Steven for two episodes. Let's get a little <laughs> bit more time with Mark. Fingers to crossed. know what really happened there. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, I guess uh, you got a one-liner, anybody? Say, be very careful the next time you take a bite of steak. <laughs> Especially if you're vegan. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs>